0: Are we expecting more people or?
1: Uh, I don't.
2: Vanessa is supposed to join. She's not joining today. She's. Oh, okay. Steven is uh, not joining. He slept at two o'clock. He just sent me this painting. (laughs) And Florence is not joining today because she's out somewhere. So she said, yeah. Priya was supposed, not supposed to join, but she's joined. Yeah. Good... She's...
0: yeah. Okay, let's start then. Someone okay.
1: Yeah. Pray. I'll start the opening prayer, brother. Sure. Okay. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Faithful Father, we come to you today asking for your guidance, wisdom, and support as we begin this meeting. Though there are many ways in which we have failed, we have not exceeded the supply of your mercy and grace. We thank you for revealing yourself to us through your word. As we begin our session today, we pray that we would hear your voice. We ask that your Holy Spirit would be at work, opening our ears to you and our hearts to receive your word. May we be transformed into your likeness. Bless and anoint, brother Joe as he shares your word with us. May our minds and heart be open to receive and understand it. We surrender all of us gathered together and our families to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Praise Praise the Lord. Praise
0: the Lord. Uh, yeah. Anyone knows what we learned last week? Not last week, last session. What were we discussing?
1: <laughs> I well, don't have my book
0: here, my lord. it should be written here. Not in the book. <laughs> so mind is where the battle is happening. So you should is have it about a- the
1: kingdom of God, the kingdom of no.
0: What's the topic, the broader topic we are trying to figure out? It's authority, right? Yeah. We discussed about authority, we discussed the difference between authority and power, how they are different, how we are having authority over some power, or is it all power of the enemy? What was the. All
2: power.
0: All all power. power. All power. So, what should we do to get this authority?
1: We have to seek the Holy Spirit upon
0: okay. us. So on what condition the authority is given?
1: Faith.
0: Okay, so we don't need to do anything on our own, right? To have this authority. Uh, we also discussed about, I don't know if you, if we looked at that example, an example of, a, oh yeah, we discussed about the grandparent grandparent and the teenage. Yes, uh, yes, yes. To yes, understand yes. authority versus power. That'll, Uh, Even though that grandparent had an authority, he never used it. So whoever had power was reigning. The child. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more like it when we look around in our own life and in Christendom. Even though the Bible and Jesus Himself talks about having given authority to all of us, we still feels like we are overpowered by many things. We still feel like we don't walk in authority. We still feel like we are slaves to many things. We are slaves to circumstances. We are slaves to many other things, going right to be in peaceful, in, at peace, which is wrong. So that's what we are trying to understand. How can I walk in this God-given authority? Is there any truth in this? What should we uh, do in order to walk in this authority? And we also learned our war is against whom?
1: Uh, oh. The kingdom of
0: darkness. Yeah, the war is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the principalities. Of the dark.
1: Ephesians 6.12.
0: That's the verse. I can read it. Ephesians
2: 6.12. We also said that uh, we cannot blame God and the devil for things because it is in our mind. That's how we do. To...
0: Right. So neither God, neither... Kingdom of darkness can make you do something. So for the Malu crowd, I was asking, so let's say let's imagine we completely wipe out the kingdom of darkness. There is no kingdom of darkness, no Satan, no principality, no powers. Will you sin? Yes, yes, yes,
2: yes.
0: Yes, no, is there any other answer? Because Wait, it's in our mind. Yeah. Huh? It's in our mind? I thought the mind was darkened by the kingdom of darkness, right? So the fight, when the fight stopped, there was no enemy. Wouldn't we be all not sinning, be holy?
2: I think we'll sin.
0: That's the truth. So we still will sin because we have this fallen nature. By, by default, nobody teaches a kid to say lies. We have this inbuilt nature. We are not perfect. We are fallen nature. That fallen nature, the flesh itself is good enough uh, to disobey God. So the flesh is working with the kingdom of darkness. Or or let's say kingdom of darkness is using our fleshly nature to boost it, to make it even worse. So removing Satan or accusing Satan of everything is not good. It's easy to accuse a third party and then say, We are, it's not our problem. We tried our best. It's this darkness, the spiritual warfare. They are making us do everything. It's so hard. They are mighty. They are heavenly beings. How can I do this thing? I was just praying and then suddenly started the spiritual warfare against us. Everything is a mess. We keep hearing all that stuff, but that's not true. The truth is, we had to deal with our own flesh first. The holy Joe and the Sinner Joe is just my, it's just a choice. It's a choice which Joe makes on a daily basis on his own convictions. What should be he doing to be a holy person? If he makes that decision and he sticks to it, he will be holy. If he makes that decision, but he doesn't do an act according to it. That decision, or that, uh, what do you call it? like that? Desire to be holy is only in my head. I don't act out, and there won't be any result. And that will bring you desperation. That enemy will use a, against us because we have this great desire to be holy, but we don't do anything about that on our daily life. We don't change our lifestyle. We won't dedicate more time. We will not use our weapons. We will not use any of the things which is said in the Bible, but we just keep desiring. And that's the worst part. That's the worst guy ever. Um, There's this quote saying uh, the the most distressed or the most uh, sad guy is the one who has a lot of hope, a lot of desire, a lot of goals, but do nothing about it. He will be in complete desperation in no time because he does have his high ambitions but he never do, does anything about so that ambition his desire will come back and it becomes guilt it becomes depression he will be telling that i'm not able to get anything but the truth is that's just a desire so if we are joining these classes we are doing everything in the spiritual level like we are going to church we are going to attend mass we are going through the whole of our sacraments but yet we don't change our life. We don't act accordingly to the Bible, according to the God will, will of Holy Spirit. We will not be able to progress, and that spiritual progress won't happen. And when that don't happen, the enemy will come and tell you, "See, you are doing all this stuff for all this while. Nothing has changed. Things have got worse. You may be the not the right person. You don't have enough anointing. You don't have discipline. It will. you will start accusing you to bring down whatever." Hope you had whatever you'll have learned, it will try to bring the darkness back. So that's what happens mostly in the Christendom. There are many young people who was come for Christ and then they were so excited about it. Maybe for a while, maybe for a year or a two year or three year period, and then they give up. Um, because many things will happen. You will look at church, you will look at church and see all the filth going in the church. Uh, you may encounter people who are spiritually good preachers, spiritually anointed, but you will understand that they are shortcomings. They have, they may have a double-faced people. I mean, you figure out there are, there are certain spiritual person who is doing really bad stuff. All this will discourage you. And then eventually they will say, this is a mess. And sometimes you are like, I'm not able to get out of my own sinful habits. So what's the point of doing all this stuff? It's all just... Fox, I'm done with this. So Those kind of thoughts will take us back and it is expected to happen. Expect these thoughts to happen because that's how the spiritual realm works. The only reason why we get all that is because we, our focus is not in Christ. We are relying on others. We are relying on our, our own ability. We are relying and looking at the flesh and blood, not the spiritual realm. We are looking at the the man of god or the, the preacher or that brother and we were expecting we were expecting a lot from him or more role model or we will, our hope i would say was from that brother if you have hope in flesh and blood we will be disappointed for sure so all these are teaching mechanisms i would say never get desperate these are test and teaching mechanisms To make one realize that there's only one way to progress. To fix your eyes in Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit and God the Father and the framework they have built. To fix your eyes, to go back to Christ always. Unless and until a person reaches that point, all these things will keep happening. Uh, it's, It's a ongoing journey. You won't be holy tomorrow. You won't be having high authority tomorrow. But if you stick to it, everything which happens in our life will happen for good. That's what the Bible says. For for those who love God, everything ends up being good. In the sense, everything which happens on a daily basis is pre-planned. Not just by spiritual darkness. It is also pre-planned by God. So that these tests when it comes this temptation when it comes, these difficulties when it comes, we are given a chance to act, make a choice. How do I handle the situation? How do I act against this particular person? We have a choice. We can act like sons of God or daughter of God, or we can let our flesh do the work. Based on that, you will progress. There is no shortcut. There's no shortcut, but every day, is an opportunity, is a stepping stone for your holiness. Don't expect an anointing, but you expect more temptations. Those are the tests which you need to win. Then you will be stepping into the next level. So, the more you're praying for holiness, you may be thinking that there will be an anointing of Holy Spirit coming. It will come for sure. But before that, expect test. test I mean, it leads to testimony, right? You don't have test. We even measure. So expect a lot of temptation. Expect a lot of things when it comes to your way. Be happy, rejoice that your prayers are answered because you are praying for holiness. You are praying for more authority in kingdom of God. Now this is a chance. The test is here. Let's let's be victorious. So if you look at every problem, everything which happens in my daily life, in that lens, with that lens, things are much easier now you are above the physical order. you are not looking at flesh and blood you are looking at, at it from a spiritual angle this is from God and maybe the kingdom of darkness is driving it but God has allowed it to come to my life so that I will be triumphing over it and prove that I am the son of God or I am the daughter of God that will give you the, one more level of authority so every day is the battleground for sure but it is a battle which we can easily win if we have this attitude if we manage to control our mind if we manage to change our mindset and put the perspective correct it becomes a fun-filled ride i would say it's never boring but anyway for that first of all we need to know how wisdom we have to now know what's happening so we know the enemy is not against flesh and blood, Ephesians 6 12. But our it, our battle or every day we are facing, whatever we are facing, is being pre-planned in the spiritual realm. Our fight is against the rulers, against authorities, powers, and world of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual ones who live in the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. But aren't these enemy? Enemy, all this heavenly host—they are angels. They are much more mightily powerful, highly intellectual, highly physically powerful. How can we fight them? That's the question we should be asking before going to any battle. We should know the opponent, right? So the opponent seems very mighty. So let's read Colossians two fifteen. So this is the purpose. Christ coming or this is the plan of god from the very beginning in genesis he promised that there will be one a time when the son of woman comes and triumph over the serpent right so let's read colossians 215 so our enemies are rulers authorities powers and the spiritual force of evil colossians 215 says this can someone I mean,
2: And having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross.
0: On that cross, there is so much stuff happened in the spiritual realm. Remember? Jesus was also not fighting against flesh and blood. He was not fighting the scribes or Jews or Roman soldiers or Pilate. His fight was always against the spiritual realm. He was, his fight was against
1: all the same
0: enemies, the authorities, the powers, the world, darkness, the spiritual force of evil. And what happened eventually? On that cross, when he took all our sins and when he died for us, he triumphed over all of them. He triumphed over the authorities, he powers. Not only he triumphed, he disarmed the powers and authority. He made a public spectacle of them. Which means in the in the olden time when one king um, conquers another kingdom, he will disarm all the all the authorities, all the rulers. And also then they. Uh, it's it said that they will make them walk in the city, showing that they are done. They are, they are defeated enemy. They are more, more like a public spectacle of them, humiliating them. So that's what Christ did. So our enemies who are mighty, yes, they are mighty. But they are already defeat by defeated by Christ. So we are not going to defeat them. We don't need to defeat them. In Remember, we, let's go back to the shadows. If we go back to the Old Testament, Joshua was leading them to the land of Canaan. And there were mighty people there. Jans. Yes. Two type of reports came back. Joshua and Caleb came back and said, when Moses asked the spies to go and check How is the land? Joshua and Caleb came back and said, let's go and take it because God has already given the land to us. That land still belongs to the Jans. They were mighty. They were living in that land. That's when Joshua and Caleb were saying, let's go and take it because God has already provided us. God has already said that by that proclamation itself, that's just waiting to happen. We just need to act on it. But the rest of the people came back and said, they were mighty and they were, we felt like we were grasshoppers against them. They were looking by the physical eyes. They were looking at the flesh and blood. They were not looking at the spiritual level, but Joshua and Caleb was in faith. They were always in that realm. Their mindset was connected to the realm of spiritual in the kingdom of God, I would say that's why they were very sure. So when, okay, let's apply that into our land. When we are praying, do we feel that our enemies are mighty? Do we feel that we are not gifted enough? We, we don't know the Bible enough. We, we haven't prayed enough. I'm not like Brother Reggie. I'm not like some other anointed brother. I'm not like a saint. Uh, so I feel like this spiritual jans in the kingdom of God in the, against me. Has much more power, and that fear settled in my mind. I'm not even able to pray like that. If that mindset is there, that's the kingdom of darkness. That's how our mind is being darkened. That's a lie. That's a lie which somehow got into our head from all the years which we spend in the ministry, we spend in the church, and from other people saying, maybe the books we read, or through the through our own thinking, through our own self-doubt, and our other incidents which happen in our own life, which has set in depression like other people when you, they are mocking us, when they are telling that you are not good enough. We went from a childhood. Through people, only the kingdom of darkness act. Through people, only the kingdom of God acts. So all those people, all those hate words, all those humiliations which is poured upon us, have somehow made our mindset our personality in such a way that we cannot even trust God anymore. We don't even feel like we are good enough to fight this battle. So that mindset is already settled in. We have to change it. Colossians 2.15 says, Christ have done it already. In olden times, God has said, I'm giving you the land of Canaan. You go and subdue it. I have given it already. That's what God said in the Old Testament. Now, In New Testament, Colossians 2.15 says, Christ is saying, I have already defeated all your enemies, all the authorities, powers, and kingdom of darkness, everything you are supposed to fight. I have already triumphed over them. I have disarmed them, which means they don't have any more weapons. And I I am the king of kings now. I have high authority over all of them. So that's all good. We know Christ is God. Christ has done that. Christ is now King of Kings. We are okay to do all that. agree with that. But now the problem. Remember, like we mentioned, like God, God, the Father sent Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is sending us. Remember, we looked at those scriptures. Jesus said, Father, send me so that I will proclaim the good news of the kingdom of gospel. And then we said, later we said that we saw that Jesus Himself is saying, "I am like the like Father sent me. I am sending you, which means each one of us, so that you go and proclaim the good news and do whatever I did to bring the kingdom of God." Same way, there is one more, one more intention. Whatever Father God started through Christ Jesus accomplished in Christ in cross, that's just the first part of the first chapter. The second chapter is our own life we are writing the pages. So this is the intention of God the Father, Jesus Christ, and Holy Spirit. This is what He they want us to do. Ephesians 3.10. Ephesians <clears> 3.10. To the intent that
1: now, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places.
0: So, his intent was that now, through the church, which means each one of us, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to whom? The authorities. In the, heaven. the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, who are? Our enemies,
2: yeah,
0: right. And those enemies were defeated by who? Christ,
2: yeah. Now,
0: what does Christ want us to do? He said, "I'm. I have defeated everyone. I am now far away, far above their names, which means I have far more authority than them. I all authority under heaven and earth
2: is given unto me. Is given given unto
0: me. me. That's what Jesus Christ came. Did He say that when He was on doing the public ministry? He never said that. He said that after he went and through right? so what happened on the cross? He disarmed the powers and authorities in the spiritual realm. He descended yeah. into
1: heaven.
0: He ascended into heaven, but before he, that he descended into
2: uh, hell. hell, hell yeah. And then and he, ascended
1: into
0: heaven. Yeah. So he took all the spirits who were held in hell, and then he ascended, which means he during that three-day period, there were many things happening in the spiritual realm. He became um, his name was exalted, which means he has he he actually triumphed over them. He became the he was given all authority under heaven and earth. Then okay. he came back, he was he came back into his body. He was resurrected. He came and said, Now all authority is given to me. I have already triumphed over there. Now, therefore, you go. All authority is given to me. That's why you should go, Be- which means your enemy is defeated. Now, only thing is now you go take that land. I have done what it's supposed to be done. So now Ephesians 3 10 is saying this is his intention or this is Christ's intention, this is God's intention that every one of us should uh, show, or, or the other words through us the wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms or through us Christ want to accomplish what this authority, this kingdom of God spreading out in in our own house in our in, in in every other nation. So this is the will of God, this is what Jesus wants. If he wants us to do that, will he say that oh, you're not good enough. I'm going to I'm not going to give you authority. will he do that? This is his intention. but now, The Satan, the same Satan, which was in the Garden of Eden, was saying, telling, you're not good enough. You need to do much more to get into this authority. It's, It's only for special people. It's only for special anointed people. You don't have the Holy Spirit anointing. All these lies are coming in. There is adding conditions that you have to do something to get this. But nowhere here it's mentioned. Because our battle, the battle belongs to God. And he has already victoriously done it. We just need to be still and know that he is God. We should know that he has done all this stuff and then act accordingly. If we start doing that, the kingdom of God will come in our own life, in our family and wherever we go. So how how do the kingdom of darkness prevent that? By making us not being still, not knowing God, putting doubts in our heart, telling us how unworthy we are, all that that we have to somehow gain this power or gain the special anointing to fight them, which is wrong. There is special anointing. There are there is anointing in the Holy Spirit's uh, special baptism. All that, but that's a, that's a, that's not needed. This are this is a basic thing. By faith, you can connect to the spiritual realm. By faith, if you can take all the truth into your mind and start act accordingly, you will see the kingdom of God. You will see. The kingdom of power, darkness flee from your body, flee from your mind, flee from your home, flee from everywhere wherever you're setting foot. So if that's not happening, which means know that it's not a problem from the kingdom of God. It's not that Christ or Holy Spirit or Father God doesn't is not willing. They are clearly telling in the Bible that all authority is given to my even to Christ, and now you go and do it. He's commissioned us. Then he is saying, the intent now, we are waiting. We are just watching. We are waiting for you to manifest what I have given you. We are happy that you are able to go and then destroy the gates of hell. But no one is doing it. No one is doing it because we think that we don't have authority. We don't know what God wants us. We keep asking, we keep going back to brothers and sisters of God, asking what is the will of God about me? The will of God is written there. The will of God is that we destroy, we show what Christ has achieved on that cross. We go around and bring the kingdom of God to others. That's what we had to do, and that is given to us. So we need to ponder. We had to think in our mind. We had to spend so much time thinking about this. Only then our brain will be reprogrammed. Without reprogramming our brain, without taking out a lot of belief system which we have already put in and embracing the new truths according to the Bible, we will not be able to manifest the kingdom of God. So now that's a basic thing. That's why Satan is attacking the mind. He wants us to be busy in other things. He wants to create a worldly system where unless your brain is always equipped, always working 24-7, not 24-7, 9-5 to 5 on a job and then with the stress and tension, all night, you are worried. You have, to, you have to go through medicines. You, you have to you have to study a lot. You have to do homework. You have to do that and this. And then he has come up with a system where your mind is restless. You have maybe like one hour, maybe on a Sunday morning, one hour, 30 minutes to focus on God. So-called focusing where you go to the church and stand there. And even then your mind is distracted. Even that one hour, 30 minutes, even that time, we, we cannot focus on God. So how are we expecting to surrender our mind to God? And we, we do have the desire. Remember I told you, we all have the desire to be holy, to manifest the kingdom of God. But Satan or the kingdom of darkness have fooled us in such a way that we have high ambitions, great goals, but we do nothing about it. And the, and the result is utter desperation. And they are able to use that against all of us. So the change has to happen in me. It's not a problem of kingdom of God. It's not a problem of kingdom of darkness. It's not the lack of anointing. It's about me, my mindset, my discipline, my outlook to this spirituality. If our outlook about spirituality is, oh, I have a God where he is very merciful. And if I pray, he will be, if he is merciful enough, if on that day his mood is good, if I cry out enough, if I shed enough tears, only then he may help. I don't know such a God in Christianity. I don't even think any God can be like that. God has clearly manifested. This is the greatest love that he gave Christ, his own son. The God himself came down and took away everything which was suppressing us, which was destroying us. Every enemy's plan has already been wiped out. Now we just need to walk in it by faith. But that part we had to work on. The faith, that mindset, that... What is the definition of faith again? Hebrews 11? One.
2: one. Faith is believing in the unseen.
0: Faith so. is believing in the unseen. All these unseen truths we had to start believing in. That we are children of God. We have ambassadors of Christ. Christ exists in the heavenly realms. He is still praying for us. He has died, and when he died, he took our sins. He triumphed over every enemy of us, and then he came down. He came back and said, "All authority has given me to me, and every all the power of the enemy." These are all unseen. This has to be written so much in our brain that our daily life should be changed. When we set, when we wake up in the morning. We need to understand today the spiritual realm is going to come up with many things against me. So let me prepare right now. Let me, okay. The Ephesians, uh, the book of Ephesians says that I had to be always wearing all the armors, right? The armor, the suit of God, suit of Christ. So let's do that. The spirit of the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, all that, which means you have to come into a mindset your mind has to be covered in Christ. If you look at all those definitions, they are all pointing to Christ. The so truth is Christ. Salvation is Christ. Our righteousness is Christ. Gospel is about Christ. Faith is in Christ. Word of God is Christ. So all those weapons are Christ. So basically it's saying, wake up in the morning, put this armor around your mind. You have to bring, you have to remind yourself that you are being equipped by Christ. You are being baptized into Christ. You are being put into that envelope. Remember the letter and envelope analogy. You are like an a letter inside an envelope. If the envelope is Christ, I am inside, everybody is seeing Christ. In the spiritual realm, you are Christ. When they look at you, they are looking at Christ because you are being put into Christ. If Christ have triumphed over my enemies, that means I am triumphed. I have already victorious. Put that mindset in the morning. Then you start declaring things. Then you start executing. That today, when I walk in, to my office, that particular person who is always fighting against me will not raise his voice against me and rebuke the spirits which is trying to control him. And today when my child goes to exams, his mind will her mind will be so sharp. Holy Spirit, I ask you that you enlighten her mind. So that way you command in the morning, you wake up in the morning and we don't ask Father to do something because he has already done all that. He is looking at us let, let me see what he's going to manifest today. That's what Colossians two 2.5, uh, sorry, Ephesians 3.10 says. Let's show the rulers and authorities of the heavenlies, all the spiritual forces, who we are in Christ. And that brings glory to him. So we always keep saying, Glory to God, glory to God. But what glory have we brought to God? How do we bring glory to God? We need to know these are all wisdom and knowledge in the Bible. Jesus says, "Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, He will not act upon according to Himself. So, Holy Spirit will take any everything from Me, and then He will glorify Me. So, see that key word: when Holy Spirit is not acting according to His own power, but instead He is." taking what Christ have accomplished in cross and giving it to believer, is Holy Spirit holy, uh, glorifying himself or glorifying who? He's glorifying Christ. 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 This is what Jesus himself said. So how do we glorify somebody else when we are not doing something on our own but instead doing the I mean, course. So if we want to glorify God, whatever Christ has done, the Holy Spirit gives us to us, and that glorifies Him. When we take that and when we manifest that into the realm, into the physical realm and bring kingdom of God into people's mind, in people's life, that is what glorifies God. because everyone will look at that and praise God. That is amazing. God is real. That's what glorifies the kingdom of God. That's what glorifies Christ. People will understand there is such a God. There is only one God and he is real. He is not like a mystic or some mythology. If we manage to manifest the kingdom of God, that is how we glorify Christ. That is we, that's the only thing we can do in this life if we want to do anything in response to what Christ has done us. Take what he has done for us and proclaim it and give it manifest it not just preach about it but manifest it so we should we should have that desire that i need to manifest christ in me i need to manifest the kingdom of god in me for that desire to be practically implemented we need to understand all this authority and start acting accordingly with the promptings of holy spirit we will be able to he will remind you everything which we have studied Even if you you don't remember now, even if you don't remember like two sessions back, we have to discuss something. When you are active with Holy Spirit, it will come to your mind. Because every scripture we have heard, everything which we have (coughs) gone through is in my brain. But we are not able to recollect it. But when Holy Spirit is taking control of your brain, He will be able to recollect it. And it will come to your mind. He will remind you of everything. But we just need to keep doing it. we need to we need to understand. we need to have that desire and commitment that I am put into the system where the kingdom of darkness or the spiritual forces, unseen forces are in work and everything which happens in my life is based on how I fight it and how I take from the kingdom of God. If we know that for sure, if we are if we realize it as a truth, then we will definitely change. If we haven't changed, if we are doing if our mindset hasn't changed since we started the sessions, that's because we are not committed. That truth hasn't sinked in. We cannot blame Kingdom of Darkness for that. It's just that sometimes we just mean another day we were having a discussion. And after all this ministry work, after all this preaching and all that, people really, I mean, somebody was asking me, what do you think, Joe, that we should be doing? Because our our agenda our, our tagline is to be christ we want people to be christ so my honest answer was that brother there are let's say 100 people coming in maybe only two wants to be christ the rest 98 they don't want to maybe they they have a desire but nobody wants to work for that nobody wants to put some effort to it every day when they see that it's not Quickly like done like that, they, they just go back. Or most of the people are suffering from other problems. Like in the world, we have many problems. Everybody has problems and they are being distracted by those problems or they, the, those problems became their God. They want to deal with the problems before they can be Christ. And all this are not going to be fruitful. When you try to be, become Christ, the problems will go away. You cannot change everything and then focus on God. When you focus on that's the pr- principle, right? When we, we read about it, when you seek the kingdom of God, everything else will be taken yeah, care kind of. Peace. So somehow our mind, we listen to this, we know that it's true, but our mind is not taking that into understanding that depth is very it's very shallow. It's like those. That's why Jesus said the parable of the sower. The seeds. The seed is in the shallow land. It's not producing fruit. So if you want to have authority, I mean, Christ has done everything. God has done 100%. There's a saying in in Malayalam, there's 50-50, right? 50 from God and then 50. You have to do your part and then God will do his part. I don't know. I don't think that's true. God has done his 100 percentage. Now he's just waiting for us to manifest. Because we just need to take it. It's already there. The richness of Christ. That's why the Bible always says, the past tense. If you read the New Testament very carefully, all these promises are in the past. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus Christ. You will be seated. No, you are seated. It has happened already. So everything is in the past. Christ have triumphed over. I have given you authority all over. You, you are already victorious. We just need to bring that into manifest in the physical world. For that, we need commitment. We need change of our mindset. But what do we give priority to? We give priority for our physical worldly success. We think that being a doctor is the best thing in the world. We think that being an engineer is the best thing, the best mother, best father. These are our priorities. And then to make all that happen, we just need Christ. A little bit. And if, if, if that can be outsourced to somebody else, if that can be prayed over by a brother and get it done, that's easier. We don't want to work about it. We don't, we don't want to work at all. That's how, that's how sad our state has become. So I'm not trying to pinpoint or try to disappoint anybody, but we, until, until and unless we know the truth, we will never work against it. The kingdom of God is at hand. Kingdom of God, it's like a wrestling match. Who are, is trying to get it more powerfully, only they can do it. But that's the best way to live. That's the best way to live. Let's make a decision. Every day morning when I wake up, remind ourselves, put some, I mean, whatever, our brain is already messed up, right? We have, our brain may be already messed up by the darkness, but you can do a lot of stuff. We can, uh, Like let's put in posters, or quick notes in the wall saying, remember, do this. When the wake up in the morning, wherever you're brushing your teeth, put some notes there. Remember you're the daughter of God, daughter of Jesus Christ. Remember to pray. Remember to declare you're a king, you're a king. Write it down everywhere. So at least that will remind you. It will feed into your brain. Or put alarms in the cell phones or memos in the cell phone saying, or ask somebody to ask your daughter to remind you at 3 p.m. today, that every day send me a text message, even if it's copy paste. That you remind yourself that you had to pray. You you are the kingdom warrior. You did you fight today? Did you bring glory to Jesus today? We have to have those checkpoints. Then while you are doing your while you are working, then we can do it. It's just a minute. Sorry, I think I got distracted. But we coming back to the authority. You need to know that we need to manifest. God wants us to manifest this kingdom of God. And everything has been done. Imagine today I was driving you know, here to buy some stuff. And suddenly a police car with the, all the lights on came come, came in front of me and it was going in front of me. And I was following. it. So I felt like oh, this is really cool. I'm okay. behind a police car with the lights on and everyone is moving. Uh, so I felt so but then I, this thought came into my mind. This is cool. But if the, the, the police car is behind me, just the position change, <laughs>
1: <team>, my mindset
0: <laughs> would be completely messed up. Got me, right? I'd be scared. But now I feel important. And then I was thinking about all the ministers back in India, right? With the hundreds of police cars, they should be feeling very, very important that they are protected. They, are feel, they, they feel proud. Uh, They'll be like, the, oh, I'm the most important person here. Which is true. And then God was telling me, or my own mind, mind I was thinking uh, how stupid I am because I don't realize that there are angels going in front of me. This police car is nothing, right? I do have angels. Only the one by third of angels rebelled and they have messed up and they lost their power. And the rest two by third is with me. We don't remember that. The two by third of angels are always ready for the people of God for the kingdom warriors, for every one of us. They are ministering spirit. They are waiting. But why, are they, are they, aren't are they powerful? They are powerful. Yes. Uh, remember who won the war in the beginning? Which Lynch. angel? Lynch. Who? Mike? Mike? Angel Michael. Michael. Michael.
2: Yeah. Michael? Michael.
0: Okay.
1: Raphael. Archangel
0: Michael. Befeater? And even the... Lucifer, right?
1: Yeah, yes. Lucifer,
0: yes. What was the rank of Lucifer?
1: Number
0: one. Uh, was number one. Yeah. Yeah. Lucifer was number one. What was the rank of Michael? Number
2: number, number one, one. Three,
0: number two, I think. Even now he's not number one. That's what we think. See, there are many things which we don't remember. He's an archangel, right?
1: But yeah. there are yes.
0: other layers in the top. So Lucifer was the number one. So it's more like me firing my boss what happened in the, right? Michael uh, firing him. But we have such a, a numerous number of angels in the spiritual realm, but we never think about them. We always think about what? The kingdom of darkness. And not only the movie TV, right? The old serpent everywhere. They are attacking a spiritual warfare, but we don't think about the angels at hand. But the problem with the angels, do you know what's the problem with angels?
2: you angels
1: have
0: to tell them angels have what they
1: power. take they are yeah.
0: powerful, right? One angel can take out on one entire nation that we have seen in the old testament well Israel enemies against us were wiped out by four or five angels, they're mighty in power, and even at the when they saw an angel when John says saw an angel they 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 go like prostrate and then they can't even. I mean, they are so mighty. We can't even stay in our senses if we see them. Because that fears and that angel, that mighty, powerful angels, why are they not coming and protecting all of us? I mean, by church stages of that, we have an angel who is always guarding us, guardian angel. He's assigned to us. Always. Even though you think that you are the most sinful person, if you are baptized, you have an angel. What was the last time? When was the last time when we talked to him? When was the last time when we thought about him, right? He is such a mighty angel, spiritual giant, assigned to me to protect him in this world. But seems like when I fell down, I did fell down and I, my nose was bleeding or something happened in the past. But where, where is this angel? What is he doing if he's almighty? What's wrong? faith. Wasn't angels there when Peter was imprisoned? They were in, always there. Yes. But why did they go and release him? When did that happen? When they prayed. And they prayed and when they asked, right? When they were asking that they be taken care. When some people in the kingdom of God were requesting, then the angels were activated. It's not that they didn't know what's happening. It's not that they didn't have the power, but they were waiting for
2: instruction, command, authority, command. Yeah, yeah.
0: So command. So that's what we had to understand. The angels are mighty, but they are waiting. They are bored. The most bored people, not people, entities in the one-day universe, is the angels, assigned to us, because we haven't asked them to do anything. They are just twirling their thumbs and doing nothing. You know, must, that must be the most boring profession. But once we understand we have the angelic army at hand, then we, we change it. Like just like I felt like when, I, when when just a police guy came in front of me, I felt so proud. I felt so protected, that safe feeling. When our chief minister and prime minister, when he is escorted by those police cars, feels how important and safe he is. We should be feeling, we should bring to our mind That we are surrounded by this numerous army of angels at our command. When we command the name of Jesus Christ, they are ready and willing to do it. But the problem is, we are not in a mindset to command. We feel we are unworthy. But when that changes, when you know that angels are assigned to us, and angels can go and change this thing. Remember that healing, healing miracle in the pool of Bethsaida?
2: Yeah.
0: Jesus, the okay. yeah, the angel
2: serves the water.
0: Yeah, the angel stirs the water and then angel was healing, bringing yeah. down healing from God. So angels are able to bring it's spiritual good. things and physically manifest it manifest. just like Jesus did. right? In the Old, Old Testament we see angels destroying uh, even the kingdoms also in Thorbit's case Right, Tobit and Tobias. In that story, we know that even a bl- bad a demon was exorcised by an angel. Angel, yeah. Or many, many other. Uh, the angels took Jesus back. And if we start, the angel itself is a big topic. There's so much uh, incidents in the Bible, all throughout Old Testament and New Testament, and even now. Now, even now, you might have seen an angel. Even Saint Paul says you might have seen an angel, but you missed it. They appear in human form so angels are mighty your your son is in another country maybe he is he's in, in in army somewhere or he's in a ship you're sitting at home how can you ensure his protection yes we can ask that god please guardian but you can command angels your angel his guardian angel if you are so sure about the kingdom of darkness and kingdom of God, if you believe in the unseen, and if you have so surety that when you say that word, it will happen, that's faith. When you, With that faith, you can ask the angels to take care of them. You can ask angels to clear the traffic if you are going for an important meeting. You can ask angels to protect us when we go for a long commute, long journey. John. You have to tell, you have to act unless you act. Unless you command, nothing is going to happen because authority is given to whom? We, each one of us. If people in authority is not using it, what will happen? Remember like that powerful teenager who is acting or doing whatever he wants. Things will be out of hand. The lawlessness will prevail. There'll be problems in our family. There'll be problems in our health. There'll be problems in our kids' family because why? Because we are not using the authority which is given to us by Christ. We are not manifesting the kingdom of God like God wants. So today, it's a morning for you guys. Spend five minutes just declaring things you want to achieve today. Make sure that you bring glory to Christ today. Ask angels. Tell your guardian angel that I almost forgot about you. It's been long since we talked. But today, I'm asking you that you be you in my life. Everything I have, we have, I have, I, have, I, have, I, have, I mean, all these years, but I haven't spoken to you. I'm really sorry about it, but from today, let's work together and then ask, give assignments. Yes, you, you don't need to like command him, right? But you can ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Today, make sure that everything is taken care of. And they are assigned to you for that reason. And they are willing to do that. It's all over the Bible and it's biblical, it's theologically right. So in here, uh, in the city where I live in, or in any, most of the US cities, when there is a mayor election, people get elected as a mayor. But if you look at the voting percentage, like 30% of the people voted, there are 70% didn't even cast their vote. So who, who, the mayor who is in power is because of the enact, the, the, the if the mayor is a bad guy, Let's say bad things are happening. Who is responsible? It's not just a mayor. That's 70% who hasn't done anything. So a similar story happens in kingdom of God. Everybody is sitting idle and just saying, doing nothing. And then we complain about where is God? Where was God when this happened? When the God happened? Where were you? Where were I? Like we, we are not acting. We are supposed to act. So let's do that. Let's get rid of the guilt. Let's get rid of all the past and future. Those troubles will change when you seek the kingdom of God. What God wants us to do is to bring glory to him, to bring the kingdom of God into our own life. And then next into that, your neighbor. We are all assigned, regardless of your age, regardless of your authority, your power, your gender, your your state of being, it doesn't matter. It's just a mental thing. If you are mentally right, you can always engage in the spiritual warfare. That's all we need. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. If you know Christ, if we, have, if we can mentally connect to Christ and start believing in this unseen thing, and if we can ponder about enough days, maybe 30, 40 days after that, your faith will grow. You will be so sure that this is going to happen. Then you send that word. The angels will take it and they will execute it. We don't need to do anything. We just need to be addressed. But we need to be connected to God. So every day, give more priority to spend time with Holy Spirit. Every day morning, talk to him. Holy Spirit is the one who is bringing Christ to us. If we don't talk to Holy Spirit, if we don't allow Holy Spirit to take control of my mind and brain and my body and my daily activities, Christ will not be able to get into those places, no matter how much we pray, because it is the framework. That's how it is. Christ said he will come. The helper will come and he will bring. He's a helper. He's not a leader. Unless you do something, the helper will not come. Helper is there to do, make you do something you cannot do. But you have to start doing it. Then the helper will come. There is no automatic protection. We are in authority. We have to act. So let's spend a few minutes um, talking to the spiritual realm. Heavenly Father, we are thanking you for all the mighty anointing today and all the wonderful wisdom you have given us. Father, we are being lukewarm. We are being Neither called, neither called. We always are relaxed and we are spiritually insensitive to many things. Father, we feel like this is all, even if we have this higher desires to know you, we don't act accordingly. We don't change our life. We don't discipline ourselves to do things of the kingdom of God. So Holy Spirit, we are asking your help in this regard. Christ, we want to manifest what you have done on that cross. We want to show this world That Christ have triumphed over the kingdom of darkness. Bless us, Father. Change our mindset. Change our mindset, Father. Heal us, Father. Heal us. In our mind, in our emotions. Everything which in the past, we are rebuking it and we are rejecting. We are rejecting our shyness. We are rejecting our unworthiness. The feeling of unworthiness, we are rejecting it. We were complaining until today, but we will not complain from today because today we came to know that our Christ has given us everything. We are surrendering our lives for our Christ. We will declare and we will bring glory to the kingdom of God. Father, I'm asking you that we, by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ, I'm protecting every one of us, every single one who has attended today, who is in this group, all their family, everything associated with them. Be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. So there be financial blessing. There'll, there'll be breakthroughs. Even in the visa, immigration purpose, let that be completely taken control. I'm asking you, Father, that you send down angels in all places. Assign angels to whatever matters is in concern right now, whether it's physical, spiritual, emotional, personal, all that is being taken care of in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed healed in everywhere. So continue in spirit today and declare things and bring glory to God. Bring glory to Christ. manifest kingdom of God. Change your mindsets. Ponder about all this truth. Talk to Jesus Christ. Talk to Holy Spirit. Talk to angels. Father, we ask everything in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, i have to
2: share i am writing down in this book so that you know i don't forget so every day morning i open as soon as i open my moment this book and i read all my promises i thank god for every every promise like um, uh, like for my kids for my green card for my for the health for my friends you know so because when we think in our mind we forget so that's why I keep on book. I started keeping a book next to me. So as soon as I get up in the morning, the first thing I open and see is my book.
1: Praise the Lord. And also, I would like to thank you all for your prayers. My son Caleb was able to get accommodation, and uh, he successfully enrolled into the dormitory. And uh, on the twenty second of this month, he got it. He gave me such a wonderful news, and praise the Lord. So finally he'll be moving in on the 28th or on the 1st of March. And on the same evening, he'll be having his classes commencing in uh, in that university. Praise,
0: Praise, Jesus. God. Praise God.
1: God. Jesus. Right on time. Well <laughs> planned.
2: Jesus has
1: planned it so well. Praise Praise Priya is in
2: Australia right now and she's up yeah. for this class. <laughs> yeah.
1: To be honest with you, if all we're planning for the beach today, all my colleagues to Bondi Beach here. I don't know what made me specifically, you know, to choose this holy time. And I said no to them. And I'm here today. This is the reason I was like, when I was sending that message, my mind was getting distracted with all those things, the worldly things. But God specifically chose me for this session. I thank you, Jesus. I'm here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. Have Have a
0: wonderful day. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Nine nine eight Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye bye care,
2: bye bye bye